but both Berlin and Austin factories are gigantic money furnaces right now. Yeah. Okay. There should be like a giant roaring sound, which is the sound of money on fire. Okay. That's what. Dumpster fire, right? Dumpster in the fire. Bigger than a dumpster. Dumpster is too small. The past two years have been an absolute nightmare of supply chain interruptions, one thing after another. Mm -hmm. yeah. And we're not out of it yet. Overwhelmingly, our concern is how do we keep the factories operating so we can pay people and not go bankrupt. This factory is losing insane money right now. Like we should be uh, outputting a lot more cars from this factory versus a very puny amount of cars. Uh, now this is all gonna get fixed real fast, you know, but it requires a lot of attention. Get, getting Berlin and Austin functional and getting Shanghai back, uh, back in the saddle fully are overwhelmingly our concerns. Well, I hope Elon didn't mind me sitting in on his meeting because, as you could tell from my facial expression, I was quite surprised by what I heard. But I think it was important that I share it with you because I think there's a lot of this talk going on in many companies and boardrooms, particularly when you consider that Elon's at the top of his game. Uh, I mean... His stock has just been on a rampage. There's nobody that anybody listens to more than Elon. So when you think that what's happening at Amazon, what's happening at Google, what's happening at Procter & Gamble, what's happening at Caterpillar, you name the company. And if Elon's having this kind of a, not a, not a dumpster fire, but a factory furnace burning money, because of supply chain issues over the last two years, what's happening elsewhere? And what is the effect of that? And what's going to be the effect on the stock market? And how can you profit from it? That's the key. That's what this video is all about. I, I'm sorry, Elon. I hope I didn't interrupt your meeting. And I hope you don't get upset with the liberty I took but you might invite me to the next one. I'd sure enjoy sitting in. So what I want to do in this video is kind of analyze how Tesla might react to what I think is going to be a horrendous earnings season based on what I overheard from Elon and how I can profit from it. And then maybe you can as well. I don't own Tesla. Uh, I won't own Tesla, but I can apply this to other stocks because I think this is an opportunity. Now, you need certain tools to do the analysis work, and I'll share those with you as well. This is not financial advice. What I hope from this, in every video I do, you come away and say, I learned something. I, he didn't tell me what to do because I won't. But I learned something, and I can use that knowledge to help me make better investment decisions. This is not financial advice. My sole purpose is financial education and to get you to subscribe so you can regularly get some good education. Best of Us Investors presents Kerry Griegmeier. 
Okay, how can we profit off of a bad situation? How can we profit off of what I think is going to be a dismal earnings season starting in in just a couple weeks? And I think the answer to that is, number one, take advantage of what's happening now. The market wants to go up. This past week, we've had a bear market rally. And I've done about three videos on it, so I'm not going to repeat myself. You go back into my catalog and you'll see the videos that I've done on a bear market rally and how you should play it, okay? But specifically to this, let's see if we can't learn something from uh, Elon's predicament and take into some consideration some charting and a Fibonacci retracement. And maybe through those two elements, you and I can come up with what the possible high point is going to be on Tesla as a result of this bear market rally and then what the low point might be um, on uh, Tesla on what I think is going to be a crash resulting from their earnings and the fires that Elon says they've got going on burning money in their factories. So let's go to my computer and let's go to trading views. This is one of the tools that I believe you should have in your toolbox so that you can go and make good investment decisions for yourself and that you can learn. I mean, for, for you to just hear a talking head to tell you what to do and you follow it is going to be disastrous. Let's go to the computer. This is my trading view chart on Tesla. It's a weekly chart. You see the W here. If you aren't using trading views, you don't know what you're doing. You don't have a clue. Uh, so go into the description. You'll find a, a link to my toolbox. In my toolbox, I'll show you all the tools you should use. What I want to show you here is uh, how Tesla has reacted relative to a Fibonacci retracement. What it is, I've shown, what it does is that you put a, a dot, a cue um, uh, there, and then you trace it from its low. This is a, its low on um, the, the uh, corona crisis to its high in uh, November of 21. And then the Fibonacci study says that um, a stock will historically prove and will retrace itself. It, it says it'll, it'll create a 50% retrace, potentially a 61, and as high as a 78% before it goes bankrupt, I guess. Um, and so I put the dot at the, the, um, the low from the corona crisis to the high. And you can say, see, it says it will retrace itself to 50%. Well, I'll be darned. Look at that. That is where it is. That's what it did. Okay? It didn't hit the 61, but we'll get to that. Let's say now it uh, I believe we're in a bear market rally, and it's going to go up. So, okay, so what I want to do now is see if it's going to retrace itself from uh, its high to its current low. And again, I go over here and I click on Fibonacci. I put my dot at its high, and then I trace it down to its low, okay, which is there 
on uh, June the 13th. And it's what, what it's saying is if it does do what it historically is supposed to do, it will now, as a result of this bear market trade uh, rally, come up to $926 a share. Okay, so that would put it about right there. And I think it's go- if it's going to do it, it has to do it before Tesla has its earnings, based on what we've seen Elon say. They're not going to have a good report. So what I'm going to do, I don't own Tesla, and I probably won't own Tesla, but I'm going to watch it for on your behalf. Um, and I'm going to see how high it comes and if it comes to that 926. If it does come to the 926 and you hold Tesla at this point, that's where you want to sell it, okay? That's where you want to sell it because Elon has told you he's got a dumpster fire. No, he said he has a factory, a furnace, burning cash. And they're going to come out with their earnings and they're going to disappoint a lot of people. And that's when you might see Tesla come down to this 522. That's when you might see that far of a retracement. So what's your game? If you own it and it gets to 926, if it were me, I'd sell one half of my holdings, one third to one half of my holdings in anticipation that it's going to come down to 522 or thereabouts. That's when I would rebuy my Tesla. Whatever I sold at 926, I would rebuy at 522. What you've done then is bring down your cost basis. You've taken advantage of a bad situation because you had the perspective to see what was going to happen. You were able to see what Elon said, and if he's being honest with us, we know what's going to happen. Now, if he's not, we've learned something too. But your risk is, okay, if you sell your shares at 926 or somewhere thereabouts and it keeps going up, okay, uh, you reassess the situation and you buy back in. But I don't think there's a risk here. And this is the way I'm going to play all of my major holdings. Okay, that's my take on on Tesla. Uh, as I say, I don't own Tesla. I won't own Tesla. Um, and, and that's because their exposure in China. I personally believe, like Peter Zeon believes, that China is going to crash and burn within five years. That their rise to second biggest economy in the world is going to shut down because of poor demographics, because of deglobalization and the United States movements forward. Uh, and And I learned this through the number of Peter's books. The first one was The Accidental Superpower, which should be in your library. This should be right next to your Bible. And then you should add um, the his newest book, um, The End of the World is Just the Beginning. And I've made a uh, an, a, an ability for you to get a free copy of the audible version of this book, and th- you'll find a link that'll take you to a website that will give you a link that I created 
so that you can get a free copy of this book. And if you aren't going to listen to it, give it to your children. Um, this is this is something that is very important that in any aspect of life, that they know how our world got to where we are today and what the last 40 years were and what the next 10 years are going to be. Th- this is a must-own. Sit, sitting right next to your Bible, uh, the accidental superpower, and um, the end of the world is just the beginning. Uh, so go into the description and get your free audible copy of that. So what I'm going to do, as I said, is do this same kind of anal- analysis on my major holdings. And I suggest you do that with your trading views chart. Uh, do your Fibonacci and see where the the height is. I'm going to do it for Amazon, and I will. I've already done a video on Amazon and Google, sharing with you where I will sell one third of my shares and then wait for their. Uh, earnings reports, which will be late July, and which I believe will crash their their holdings uh, or their price, where then I will buy back what I sold at the uh, bear market rally high, and thus reduce my cost basis by some 10 to 15 percent uh, on those shares. So I'm going to do that also for Microsoft, NVIDIA, and Apple, and I'll be sharing that with my uh, Patreon members. That's what I call my tribe. I, I just am uh, so convinced that uh, you need to get a group of people that you work with to make good investment decisions, and you collectively use the same tools so that you can uh, make good decisions. One of the tools that I've, I was sharing with my tribe uh, just yes, last night, I have done something I never really thought I would do, and that is go to one of these online uh, brokerage uh, apps, and I chose Moomoo. Yes, I chose Moomoo, and I have been blown away by what I can do. Um, I I trade with E-Trade, and E-Trade doesn't have an app like this. I trade with Schwab, but Moomoo gives me such in-depth knowledge on my phone that I've never seen before. Um, and I've created an agreement with Moomoo, and you'll find that in the description as well, where you can get up to 10 free stocks. And I want to share with you, I've gotten my free stocks, and I've gotten some, oh, DraftKings and and AMC, but I also got shares in Apple. Um, and so I'm, I'm pleased with it. Uh, I'm, it's a learning curve, uh, particularly for somebody like me. It's a, a strong learning curve, but it's worth it. When I travel, when I go even out to lunch and I want to know what's happening on the stock market, I just hit my Moo Moo um, icon and it tells me on my watch list what's happening on every stock. This has been an addition, a very positive addition to my life. And go into the description, you, you discover it, you analyze it, and you make your decision if you want 10 free stocks. Okay, tools. That's what this is all about. You can't just use YouTube and CNBC. 
you've got to educate yourself. You've got to you've got to put tools in your toolbox to make you a better trader. And I hope you'll consider Best of Us Investors one of those tools. I hope you'll subscribe. I hope you'll give me a thumbs up and then leave a positive comment. If if you're like David, David Hill, that's his name. He is such a regular supporter, but he just not, said, never has anything kind to say. But I'm glad I am a place where David Hill can vent. All right? I, and I think that's a, a, one of the positive elements of YouTube. You can be as nasty and hateful and disgusting as you want to be in disguise. I'm sure David Hill's name is not David Hill. He couldn't be that mean and be that open about it. Okay, I'm having fun at this. I hope you are too. Um, and if I can be of any further help to you, you know how to get in touch with me. The past two years have been an absolute nightmare of supply chain interruptions, one thing after another. Mm -hmm. yeah. And we're not out of it yet. Mm -hmm.